Welcome to Inspired by Purpose. Each week, we roll out episodes of successful, purpose-inspired entrepreneurs to inspire and empower you. My name is Dr. Ozzy Jankovic, and I believe that purpose is what inspires us to make our greatest impact. I'm so grateful that you're here. Now let's get started. Hello there, and welcome to today's episode. Today is an episode with me, and we're going to be delving into a couple things. First off, I'm going to introduce you to my guest for next week, Dr. Edith Eva Aker. It is such an honor to have her on the episode, and I want to give you a bit of background about her before we air the episode next week. Today, we're talking about how to create the life and business of your dreams. And I'm going to be sharing my own story as well as several stories of my clients who have been able to implement strategies that we're going to talk about in order to do exactly that. Before we get into the episode, I want to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by my brand new company, CustomCreatedClips.com. Custom Created Clips is the perfect solution for you if you want to get your message out to the world but you don't want to pick up a camera and record yourself. You want to make sure that you sound competent and confident on camera, that you look and sound your best. Well, this is the perfect solution because my team and I will interview you in a way that will help you feel comfortable, confident, and competent, and best of all, we'll create custom clips for you to share in all of your marketing. To learn more, visit customcreatedclips.com or reach out to me directly. With nothing further, here's today's episode. Hi there. I'm so excited about this episode. This is episode 87 of Inspired by Purpose, and it's all about building your dream life and your business. So I'm going to share a little bit with you about the experiences of my clients and my own story of transitioning into business and what I've learned over the years that can help you to create what I call the flexible startup. And that's all about creating a business, having the seed of an idea, being inspired, being inspired by purpose and turning your inspiration into a new offer or a new business that will be flexible, that does not require a lot, a lot of upfront investment of time or money, and that has the capacity to grow and scale the way that you want it to. So we're going to talk about all these things. And I want to start by sharing a little bit about what's coming soon. Next week on the podcast, I have an episode with my personal hero, Dr. Edith Eva Eager. And her story is really one for the ages. She's 95 years old and she survived Auschwitz. She survived the Holocaust as a teenager. And she went on to become a pioneer in the field of psychology as a PhD psychologist and an expert in healing trauma. So I first discovered Dr. Edie in 2019 and she was speaking with Oprah on an episode of Super Soul Sunday. And I still remember clearly looking through the list of podcast episodes, and I almost didn't listen to the episode because I'd been listening to Oprah speak 
On her show week after week, I'd heard Eckhart Tolle and several, several other thought leaders in the world of spirituality. And I kept listening to Oprah introduce her show and say that, um, talk about tuning into the spiritual world all around us. And I kept thinking to myself, goodness, what about the spiritual world within us? And I was thinking and thinking and thinking, and I, I kept coming back to this idea of within us, what's within us. And I almost clicked out of her podcast to find something that would be a little bit more about the internal spiritual world. But then I stumbled upon this episode that said a Holocaust survivor. And I thought, I got to listen to this. So I turn on the episode and I'm immediately engrossed in what her guest is speaking about. And Oprah introduces the story of Dr. Edie's life. She was a young teen in Eastern Europe. She was a trained dancer and a gymnast. And her family was expelled by the Nazis and sent in cattle cars to Auschwitz. And on the way to Auschwitz, Edie's mom said something to her. She said, I don't know where we're going or what's going to happen to us, but always remember that no one can take from you what you put in your mind. And the next step in Edie's journey was that she and her sister and her mother got to the front of the line and they met Mengele, who was the evil, I don't even want to call him doctor. He was technically a medical doctor, but he was engineering the most evil experiments against the Jews. And she looked him in the eye and he asked her, is this your mother or is this your sister to the woman standing next to her, which was her mother. And Dr. Edie answered, this is my mother. So he sent her mother that way to die. And he sent Edie and her sister this way to the camps. And what a moment, right? Like what a pivotal moment. She lived with that for the rest of her life. And then she went into Auschwitz and she was called at one point, you know, she was suffering. She was starving. She was in this barrack with women, young girls. They were all forced to, they, I mean, horrific, horrific things. And at one point she was called to dance in front of the Nazis. They knew she was a dancer. And so she went and she danced for the Nazis. And, and after she finished, they gave her a loaf of bread. So as much as she was hungry and she wanted to eat that loaf of bread, she realized her sister, her older sister Magda, was hungrier than she was. So she decided to share her loaf of bread with her sister and a few of the other girls in her barrack. Now flash forward to May of 1945, Edie was on a death march with the girls and they were marching for miles and miles. And at the time she had a broken back and she was in, she was down to an unbelievably low weight and she was marching with the girls and she got to a certain point where she couldn't walk anymore. And that was it. And the girls who stopped walking would fall off to the side and they would fall to their death. So instead of that, the girls around her picked her up and they created a chair for her. And they said to her, Edie, you shared your bread with us. And because of that, they picked her up and they carried her to the end and she lived and she, she barely lived. She almost didn't live. Her story is one for the ages. So I'm sitting in my kitchen in 2019 and I had a pot of boiling soup in front of me and I'm listening to her speak and I kept pausing and rewinding. It was so powerful. And at one point she said something that shook me to my core. And she said that anyone can live in the Holocaust of their mind, that she would have patients come to her and they would say to her, Edie, how can I possibly complain to you about my struggles in my life? 
you went through the Holocaust, you went through Auschwitz, and she would say to them, you are living in the Auschwitz of your mind. And I paused right there. I'd never heard anything like that. And on the contrary, I had grown up with learning about the Holocaust and I think in the back of my mind, always sort of comparing my own struggles to people's struggles who were bigger and thinking to myself, oh, well, it's not as bad as this, or it's not as bad as that. But for whatever reason, when I heard that from Edie, I had this moment of clarity and awareness and a breakthrough. I realized, wow, I've been through some really hard things and maybe it's time for me to start acknowledging those hard things. So I paused and I thought about it and I listened again and I suddenly got a dose of courage. Now at that time, I had been working on a book beyond all things and I had not yet published the book. I was feeling some imposter syndrome, feeling afraid. I didn't want to put my work out into the world. I was afraid of being judged. I was afraid of being wrong. And that moment gave me strength. And so I published the book and I also at that moment decided that I would start a podcast. I would call it Within Us, okay? I would take all that inspiration from listening to Oprah's intro and feeling so convicted that talking about the spiritual world within us was what I wanted to do. So I launched Within Us and I said a prayer that day. I said, I said a prayer that one day I would love to be able to sit down with Dr. Edie and actually interview her. And I said to the universe, to God, to the oneness, I said, you know, I will do anything in my power to become the best interviewer and the best podcaster so that I will have what it takes to do a good interview with my hero. And I went on and I started producing episodes. And as many of you may know, my podcasting turned into a business within, within a period of a few months. So my business story is that, you know, I was an educator in the States. I finished my doctorate and I moved to Israel. And what happened when I got here was a real shift because I left America feeling on top of the world, like I could accomplish anything. But when I got here, it was really a blow to my ego. I didn't have the language. I didn't understand the education system. And I was going to be taking on this job of acclimating myself and my family to a new country. So I was in a little bit of a rough place. And because of that, I decided to take this sabbatical and do the book and do the podcast and see what would happen. So flash forward, I'm starting my podcast and I have my book out and I didn't really know how to market at the time. Okay. I know a lot more now, but at the time I didn't know what I was doing. So I called together a group of female entrepreneurs who might know a thing or two about marketing. And I asked them if we could do a mastermind together. So we got together and being the educator that I was, I wanted to facilitate some learning in that group, that initial group. So I was literally Googling, what do you do in a mastermind? Best mastermind activities. And I came up with some activities for the mastermind. So great. One of the activities was like red, green, and yellow about a stoplight. The green is you talk about something that's going great. The yellow is where you're feeling stuck and red is where you really need help. So I, I changed that a little bit to be, um, rosebud thorn, rose, something like that. And it was along the same lines of the, of the stoplight, green, yellow, red. And we did it in the group for a week and then two weeks and three weeks. And I asked everyone to set a goal and to be accountable for the next meeting. And after three weeks, my friend, Hannah Mason, who was in the course, 
who is an incredible coach and author and speaker, she asked me if I would run a mastermind and she, she would pay me to do more. And of course, my first thought was like, who am I? You know, here you are, you're this incredible coach and speaker and business person. You want me to run a mastermind? But like, who was I not to do it? She was asking me to, and I really wanted to help. So I agreed and I put the word out and set a really reasonable price point. And within a few weeks, I had a really fantastic group of entrepreneurs put together. So I did the first group. And as I was going, I did something that I want to share with you because I think this is really a piece of growing businesses and of successful business growth, which is to be really open to feedback and to what you're being asked to do by your clients. So this piece is about being really in tune with what your clients are asking you for. And in the very beginning of my mastermind, what I would do is I would put out feelers. I would put out these surveys after every session. What did you learn? What are your challenges? What do you want to do more of in the sessions? And I would adapt my lessons, my mastermind sessions to the feedback. So that was the first piece. And that's something that I've really applied to everything I've done since. And my clients have had a lot of success doing this. So this is part of this flexible startup method where you have an idea, right? My idea was to create a mastermind. And then as the mastermind went forward, I was gathering data. And um, in the process of doing that, the mastermind grew. And by about 2021, I was having $20,000 launches for my groups. And that was really amazing because I would show up a couple times a week and I would have these groups and I would meet with them over 12 weeks and I was making good money. So I was off to a great start. And I loved doing the group so much. I actually do have a group right now that is wrapping up in June and I've taken this model and I've done a few things since, but I want to share with you today my latest business launch, which I'm so excited about, which I literally use this flexible business launch model to the T. Here's what I did. All right. So in January, I got back into the world of consulting. I'd been working in video production alongside my husband in Kesher video all of last year. And Kesher video is about making videos for purpose-driven companies and organizations and really high-quality, professionally produced marketing videos. And I learned so much doing that. But I also wanted to get back to doing my own thing and working with the women, the purpose-driven female entrepreneurs. So I did a giveaway in January where I announced that I'd be giving away an Amazon gift card and a book and something else, oh, a breakthrough session with me. So... I sent out the giveaway, I made a poster, a little flyer for social, and then I did a Google Doc where I asked questions such as, um, where did you find me? What business do you have? What are your challenges in your business? What are your goals for your business? And I got all of this information about the people who were interested in me and my work and my giveaway. And I also understood their challenges. So what was really neat about that is that after I got the data, I sent out an email to all of the people who entered announcing who won. And then I also sent out individual emails to some of the women who entered who had mentioned that they had challenges that I knew that I could help them solve. And what was really neat is that turned into paying clients for me. So I was able to close some one-on-one bookings individually and help these female entrepreneurs who needed things that I knew that I could help them with. All right. 
Flash forward a couple months, I'm back into podcasting. I just did an episode with my hero, Dr. Edie. I'm having the best time. I did an episode with holistic psychiatrist, Ellen Vora. I've done episodes with some incredible local women here in Israel, Beverly Chimes, Naomi Tate Magen, incredible women on the podcast. And every single episode, my team creates these little clips to show what, you know, a clip of something from the episode, like a highlight, a highlight clip. And I love sharing them and my guests love sharing them too. It's a really amazing way to promote my podcast. It's an amazing way to promote their businesses and their work as well. So I went back to some of the feedback from my giveaway last week and revisited it because I was going to make a free download, which I'm still going to do. And uh, I'll get there, right? So I noticed a pattern and I noticed that many of the women who filled out the giveaway survey actually don't have any video clips of themselves online. And I saw several of their accounts, they have static posts and they have photos, but some of their struggles that they've explained to me include the fact that they don't want to get on camera on their own. They want to be interviewed. They want to sound competent and confident and making that video, you know, holding up the phone and looking at myself and not looking right or not having the right angle or not knowing what to say. It's a lot. It's a lot of moving parts. And the only reason that I can sit down here and do this by myself with you now is because I've done it again and again and again. It's not easy to start out with. I think everyone can get there. That being said, I also think it's a concierge service to have someone do it for you. So I got this idea. I thought back to 2020. I had this social media team. I was paying them good money to do my socials and they would do awesome static posts and great captions. And they kept saying to me, Ozzy, send us videos. And I would pick up my phone and I would look into the camera and I would just goof up every single time. So I realized that, you know, for me, I'm much better in a conversation. And all I wanted at that time was someone to just call me up on a Zoom, record me, clip my video clips and, and share them with my social team. And I didn't have that. And so I got this idea, like what would happen if I started offering that as a service? And I had a conversation with a friend of mine who has a business and I shared the idea with her and she, she asked me, she said, well, what do you, what do you want to charge for that? And I threw a number out there and she said, I want that. I want to buy that. Sign me up. And I was like, Ooh, interesting. Really cool. So I signed her up and we planned the thing. And then I shared it with someone else who I found on social and she loved the idea and she signed up. And this morning I got a third client who's in social media and I have a waiting list now. And it's just this incredible fusion of need of looking at what people need. And, you know, between us, I just put up a website. You can check it out. Totally transparent. I'm going to take you on this whole journey with me and I'm so excited about it. So what I did was I came up with a name. I went to godaddy.com. And I bought the, the domain customcreatedclips.com and I got an amazing deal, guys. It was like $10. I couldn't even believe my luck. I bought it and then my daughter said to me, she's so smart, she's 18, she said, why don't you have AI make you a website? So I found this amazing website. What is it called? It's called Hukus, I think. I can link to it in the show notes. And essentially you type in all of the things about your business and what you want to do and what you want to offer and they make you a website and then you can customize the colors and change the photos and that's it. So I made this domain and then I redirected it to Hukos 
And within a half an hour, I had a website. I'm over the moon. So I did that and I am going to next step, which is, you know, you launch an offer and then you test it. So I gave people an amazing deal um, on the on the offer. I still think that they're going to get more than their money's worth. And doing the interviews, I'm going to clip the interviews and I'm going to make these clients as happy, happy, happy as I can. And I think that's really the first step in any business is making sure your clients are happy. And in the process, recording your protocols, right? What did you do? What was your process step by step? What did your clients ask you for? So for example, I made a Google Doc, which I share with my clients, asking them questions so I can come up with strategic questions for their interviews. And then I share a link to my online studio. I have a Riverside FM studio, which has higher quality than Zoom. I'm super excited about it. I'm recording on it now. And then I'm I'm taking note. Like I had a client today who contacted me and she said, what do I need to know before the session? And I said, okay, you can wear like a solid colored shirt. Um, If you have something in the background, if you have a solid background, you can wear a shirt with something on it. Um, You can be flexible. But I gave her some basic guidelines like bring some face powder so you're not shiny, tidy up in the background, uh, make sure the light is on your face rather than behind you. And I took note of that. So next time I have a client come, I can tell them what to expect and how to prepare. And I'm just taking notes and I'm putting it all together and I'm going to adapt and I'm going to see what people need and I will adjust my offer. And that's really what creating this type of startup, this flexible startup is all about. And, you know, so oftentimes people do things backwards. They go out and they build a shop, they build a pizza shop and they have all the ingredients and the menu and they work so hard on creating every last detail. And they open their pizza shop only to realize that their neighborhood is all on a low carb diet. (laughs) And this would be a great neighborhood for a salad bar, but it's not a great neighborhood for a pizza store. So instead of opening the pizza store, how about you make some food in your own kitchen and you invite a few of your family members to try it and you ask them how they like it. And then you tell your neighbors about it and you share the food and then you discover, oh, my neighborhood love salads. So I'm going to make more salads and you share the salads and then you hear from them. Wow. I, I, they love the salads and they would love new toppings on the salads or they'd love drinks to go with the salads. And pretty soon you have this whole menu building, you have happy customers and you ask them for their feedback and you adapt your offer and you tweak things. And then pretty soon you have a whole delivery list and you have delivery people. And then maybe then you open a store, but it's from the beginning not investing money and time until you have data that you're succeeding. And that data comes in the form of feedback and money and the money that you're getting fuels the business to grow, right? So in my situation right now, my first few clients, I'm going to take some of that money and I'm going to invest it back into marketing and PR. So I'm going to hire someone who's going to help me get on podcasts where I'll talk more about it. And then maybe I'll use some of that money and I'll hire help or I'll run Google ads or whatever I'll do. I'm going to allocate some of that to grow the business slowly and steadily and sustainably. So that is a little bit about my story and the magic that happened when I decided to move forward and share my voice in the world on my podcast in my way and put out a prayer for my dream guest. Guys, I've had such incredible guests, but this one is so, she's my oldest guest. 
She's a Jewish woman. She's a role model for me. She's a psychologist. She has so much wisdom. She herself has changed my life tremendously. It's a dream. This is a part of my dream life. It's a part of my dream business to sit down with people like this. And I love doing what I get to do every day. And I'm so excited about it. And I'm so excited to help my clients. Goodness, I've seen so much progress from women who need a little bit of extra support and guidance to bring their dream out into the world and build it. And it's so powerful what we can do when we put our heads together. So I want you to think a little bit about your dream and what's your prayer. Where do you want to see yourself in three years? And how can you use this flexible startup business model to build that? And of course, if you have any questions at all, please reach out to me. You can join my email list at drozzy.co backslash in, or hey, you can just shoot me an email or you can DM me on social where you're watching this. I'm Ozzy at drozzy.co. I answer all of my emails and I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm so grateful that you're here on the podcast And today's episode is sponsored by me, customcreatedclips.com. Check it out. You can send me a form if you want to get on the wait list. I'm rolling out new interview slots soon. And it's just a joy to have you guys here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please subscribe so you'll be the first to receive the episode next week with Dr. Edith Eva Eager and her talented and creative grandson, Jordan Ingle, and myself. I will see you then and there. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I want you to think about one way, whether you're starting a business or you're growing a business, that you can implement this flexible startup method that we spoke about in the episode. I'd love to hear what that is. You are always welcome to reach out to me on socials. I'm dr.ozzy.jankovic on Instagram. And you can also shoot me an email. I'm ozzy at drozzy.co, A-Z-I at drazi.co. Make sure that you subscribe to the episode to receive next week's episode with Dr. Edith Eva Eger, a 95-year-old Holocaust survivor and pioneer in the field of psychology. It is so unbelievably incredible. You are going to want to hear this. Subscribe. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend. Alrighty. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful to have you in my life and I'll see you next.